Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Joe McCall. Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, glad you're here. Just wanted to do a quick introduction to this video. I thought it was really, really good. Gavin did a uh, coaching call with one of our clients and uh, they gave our permission to reuse this as a podcast. We put it on Facebook and YouTube and stuff. And it's really good because one of the things that a lot of people make mistakes on when they are doing lease options is they try to sell the lease option concept, right? And when you start doing that, you lose every single time. Maybe once in a while, you're okay, but like it's uh, really important that you stop doing that. And you need to start thinking about asking questions. You need to start thinking about being the reluctant buyer, getting people to sell you on why you should want to buy their house. It's all about positioning. And Gavin does a really good job of explaining that in this call with uh, Jim and Pam. So I just wanted to give that little introduction to you. It's, I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this call. And it doesn't matter if you're doing lease options or wholesaling or what kind of deals that you're doing. The stuff and the principles that we talk about in this is really important for you to understand. Okay, so I want you to enjoy this uh, little call. All right. One more thing too, I just released my audio book. You can get my Wholesaling Lease Options audio book for just $1.99. Are you kidding me? So go to WLOaudio.com, WLOaudio.com to get the $1.99 audio book. It's all about wholesaling lease options. It's one of the easiest and fastest ways to make money in real estate, especially today in today's market. It's really important you learn how to make a quick nickel rather than a slow dime. And with all of the, uh, all that's going on right now, I'm telling you lease options are the easier deals to do. And this is a strategy I used to quit my job one year into the last recession in 2009. Nobody was quitting their jobs, right? So anyway, go check it out, WLOaudio.com. Let me say one more thing. If you want to get some coaching and some help, like what Gavin is doing in this video, if you want to work closely with us, if you want our help setting up systems and stuff like that, uh, just go to coachjoe.net, coachjoe.net. That will send you to another page, application, fill it out. Tell us a little bit about you, and um, we'll get on the phone and see if see if we can help you. Cool? Coachjoe.net. We'll see you guys. Take care. Thanks. Hey, guys. How you doing? Gavin Timms here with REI Network, and I am joined by Pam and Jim Kip. Guys, how are we? Good. good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So I appreciate you getting on. We're just having a coaching call here and I wanted to do a quick video before we talked on a certain topic because I think people are going to get a lot of value out of it. Okay. So we're just talking real quick about we're getting a good response right now from going into Zillow for rentals, finding when it's a property manager or a realtor, you're going to, you look up in PropStream, you go and find the address, then you send them a handwritten yellow letter, mm -hmm. and then you're getting a good response with the return of calls on that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then we're about to get into the situation where we get them calls and well, what are we saying? So we haven't even got to this stage yet. We're about to talk about it, right? So the phone come, call comes in, Jim, right? You're taking them and, and you're about to say that you find yourself when it comes to the lease option, kind of what's happening. Like, let's talk through that. Yeah, so what I basically do is I just come up front with them. I say, okay, you have a rental property. 
just tell me a little bit about your situation. Uh, do you like being a rent, uh, a landlord? Uh, you know, you know, do you want to sell a house or do you want to keep renting? And I just let them talk because I'm, I'm trying to find out what their motivation is. That's where I start. Okay. And then what happens then? So you find out that you're going to deliver this lease option. And is that kind of where it starts going south, the conversation? Yeah, because I right off the bat, I after I found out what their motivation is, what they want to do, I asked them if they'd be willing to uh, rent the house or lease the house for a year or two and then sell it. And then some people say, well, maybe I might consider that. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, what did you have in mind? And then I tell them a little bit about lease options. At that point, I, I probably shouldn't be doing that. I don't know, but that's that's in my mind what I have to do because that's what I'm thinking of. And I want to be up front with these people. Okay. No, absolutely. And I think you should be up front. So let's talk about so it comes in, all right, and they're interested, you say about doing, you know, renting for a couple of years and selling. And then they say, yeah, how does that work? And then you start talking about the lease option. So what would happen then? So what are you saying to them at this point? Well, at that point, I just say, what we do is we typically have uh, tenant buyers, a list of tenant buyers. These are not renters. These are people that will actually want to buy the home, but they need to lease for a year or two because a lot of times they have a, a sales position. They, they bring in a lot of income. These are white collar people. Um, okay, so just hold, just hold there. Now, have, have you already at this point disqualified a sandwich lease option or not? I, I would have disqualified them if when I asked them if they were, were are willing to lease for a year or two. Yeah. And then they say, they say, yes, tell me more. And then they say no, then they're disqualified. Okay. But if they say yes, are you taking this approach still? What you've just said? Correct. Okay. Right. So you're jumping right now straight into an assignment lease option. Okay. You're talking about the third person straight away. You need to be talking about you and an investment property for you guys. I okay. am looking. We are looking. As an investment, we yeah. are looking to rent something for a year or two and then we're having the option to buy it. Not okay. no tenant buyer. We don't need to talk about any of that. We are looking because we're positioning that we're staying in the middle of the conversation. So the difference in this scenario would be right. instead of you saying, well, we get the tenant and we qualify, right. they don't need to know any of that. Hey, Mr. Seller, we're looking, me and my wife is an investment property. We are looking to rent for a year or two with the option to buy. Okay. And then they will maybe say, well, are you going to live in the property? No, this is an investment, but we'll take care of all repairs and maintenance. But let me ask you a question. And then you will go back into questions. Now we're leaving that. Now we want to know the condition. We want to know what's going on. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you can get, you're going to make the payments to them. And this is all you then when you're making your offer to position a sandwich lease option which is still you, what you're doing with the property doesn't matter because your agreement right now is with the seller, okay? And your Mm. numbers are with the seller to stay in the middle of this deal. And you've already admitted and you've been honest to say that this is an investment and no, I'm not living in it. You don't need to start saying about you're going to have a buyer in there that can't qualify. Mm. It's way too early for that. That's going to come later. That's going to come when they come back and say, Jim, I can't do these numbers. Right, I can't do a sandwich lease option because I need to get two hundred thousand, and you're only offering me one seven five. Or I want fifteen hundred in rent, and you're only giving me twelve. Now they've had the commitment that this was a good idea, and they really wanted to do it. 
and that's quite not working, now you can position in the next phone call into the assignment lease option. So we're out of it. They, they take all the responsibility. Yeah, you say, well, look, Jim, I don't know if I can make this work. I don't even know if this is going to... Maybe I can help you out with this, you know, where we could get someone else that could do this with you, you know, maybe that could rent from you for a couple of years. It's not going to be me, but somebody else might be able to do that and get you more money. That wouldn't work, would it? Because that's what an assignment is. But you're not going into, this is a tenant buyer and this is how it works. Because now you're going into sales mode and people are like, oh no. Right. Yeah. But here's here's where the breakdown comes in, Okay. You guys are saying that you have to send out three offers a day. You need to talk to five sellers a day to send out three offers a day. But the offers are are through the credibility kit. That's that's where I learned what to do. In the credibility kit is where all this information is shared on finding a tenant buyer. And, and so that's where I got snagged on talking about tenant buyers is because I'm going to be sending this information rather than talking about as if it's us being the okay. investor. Well, if that's the case, just send the uh, the three options or even two options, right, at this point. Yep. The cash mm-hmm. in the sandwich, not the third option, right? No, it's not even right. discussed yet. And just right. send the two, the cover letter with the options. Forget what, what it does. You only want to send that if they start to quiz you. Mm-hmm. And they're asking you question after question after question. But at this point, they're probably not motivated. So then you no. will say, look, let me just, I know you're going to have a bunch of questions, Jim. I'm just going to send you a little pack, credibility pack is what I call it. And it's going to explain a lot of these questions that you have. Take a look at that and then we will get back on the phone. Some people will push for that so you can send that. But you don't have to send it every single time unless they're, they're paying it. All they need to know right now is that you're looking after the property. It's just right. like, imagine you're going to do an Airbnb and you're going to sublet the property. You can say that you're going to do an Airbnb and sublet, and, the, and but you're going to be the one that's you know running it. You're going to be the one that's having all the cleanings done. You don't need to go in to say, well, we're going to post it on Airbnb and we're going to list it for this and we're going right. to do that and take them through all of your steps that has absolutely nothing to do with it. All they need to know is are they getting their check and are you going to be mm-hmm. buying this thing in the time? That's what they're, 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 they're interested in. Okay, so what we've been doing, just listening to this, we've been vomiting up too much information Correct. Not too necessary. early. Because we've also approached people with the Airbnb, and we do say we'll do all blah, 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 blah. we'll do all this We're selling. Stuff. We're selling. We're selling all and the time. People selling. both no with us sold. No one wants to be with, sold. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing too much. We're being too upfront. We're giving too much information too soon. Yeah, and it's not that you're holding back and you're lying. It's just, is it necessary right now to be giving this information? Because the more information you give me, the more I have to think and say, this is too much. I can't, I can't do this. Right. right? The matter of the fact is in an Airbnb situation, what are the benefits? The occupancy is going to be lower. So less people in your home. We're having it cleaned every three times a week. Great. We're going in there making sure that everything is new and up to date and clean and painted and everything else because we're keeping to a high standard. So they are the benefits for someone doing it and working with me. Now, the outgoings on how I'm going to do it and run it and if I'm going to have a VA do it and I'm going to list it here and I'm going to put it on these sites, doesn't matter. The fact is I'm paying you a 1000 a month and I'm having it cleaned and I'm subletting this. And that's the honesty behind it. You don't need to talk about anything else. Okay. Because unless they ask and say, well, they're all good questions, but we take care of that. And then you get back to them. But they're not really going to ask. They're not going to ask. No. No. Because they're only asking because you're giving them the information to ask the question back. 
by saying, well, what's this tenant buyer? What does that mean? Right. That's and how does that, and, and how do they get qualified again? Right. If you're staying in the middle at this point, they're questions for you to deal with, not the seller. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're assigning it, then yes, you have to have that conversation, but it's at the right time to have that conversation. And rarely would I assign it because they're not going to be, most people in that, their situation are not going to be in a position where they're going to want to deal with a tenant buyer. You know, then they would just rather rent it. Well, maybe, so. but again, you don't want to run them scenarios of, it's very easy in real estate to start thinking what you would do. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to push all that to a side, mm-hmm. right, and forget what what you think is going to happen, and look at what's possible. It's possible that if if I get my sandwich lease option shut down for price, okay, all right, but they like everything else about it, and they just want more rent and they want more money, that I can now do an assignment. Mm-hmm. I can now transition to say, well, I'm not going to be in the middle, but look, I'm be able to do this. Now you can go on to, we, we're going to make sure someone is qualified. They have a roadmap to be able to do this. And you can go and start hitting them things, but we're, that's down the line. You call right, it- we're doing it too. We're, we're, we're figuring it out for them. We're, we're figuring it out, figuring out what we think they want or what the best solution is. <laughs> so, yeah, you're um, selling it. You need to listen and let them decide. Do they want someone that's going to pay rent to them? and have the option to buy for X amount of money. And that's, that, that's it. Well, and the other thing, if these are tired landlords and you, and you tell them that we'll take care of the property, you don't have to pay a property manager anymore, you know, and, and they're looking at it as us taking care, because they're meeting us, okay? And, and we're building the rapport with these people, mm-hmm. okay? Now they're going to feel more comfortable that it's us. Yeah, and then when it doesn't work out because of the price, now you say, look, it isn't going to work for us because you want more money. I understand that. But look, we might be able to help you. You know, we don't do many of these because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I look for investment properties for us. That's why we approach you. But these are our options. Mm-hmm. And they're already invested in the method at this point. Right. So, okay, that makes sense. And we can do this and do that and, and put it together for you. And you can start that process. But you're going in full you're going in full sales mode and you're trying to hit every right. benefit and it's just blowing the mind and they're like, no, they don't even know why they're saying no. They're doing no because of the confusion. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, no, I just want to rent it. This is way too much. Exactly. And that's what's happening. Yeah. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to focus on doing right. that and see if we can get some transition going. Yeah. Yeah. That's a biggie. Well, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, we're having success with the yellow letters, you know. So I want to keep doing that right now. Oh, yeah, that's what's got the phone's ringing. You're still yeah. going in and, and listen, listen to if you have a tired landlord that doesn't want to rent anymore, the only offers that can start with is a cash and a sandwich lease option because you being in the position are going to take away his worries. He doesn't have to deal with the tenants, you're dealing right. with them. But if he says, I want money and I don't care if I do this and that, then yeah. Three offers, yes, it's probably the assignment. Yes, it's going to go and follow up. Sure. You're going to treat things differently on the, the situation, but you, you have to go into this as a sandwich lease option. You have to go in with the mindset of I, we're investors and we're looking mm-hmm. to rent properties with the option to buy, okay? And you know you're not living in them, right? You can't live in every investment property. Else it wouldn't be an investment property. 
right? Right. It'd be a personal residence. And you're not right. saying that and you're not lying. You're not holding information back, but you're releasing information as it makes sense. Well, what would you say to them if they say, well, why don't you just buy it? Why don't you just buy the house? I can, Mr. Seller. No problem. Uh, we buy we buy properties all the time for cash, but they're going to be in a discount. And after our conversation, I don't want to insult you, and you're not going to want my cash offer. Mm-hmm. There we are. End of that. End of that one. Yeah. Now what's the next? only way we can do this? Yeah, is if we lease it for a little can. while. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just buy it? Well, I can at a discount. No problem. But you're mm-hmm. not going to want to accept that. And if we do it that way, you don't have to pay a uh, realtor commissions. And you don't absolutely, have to yeah, we can months. do that if that makes sense. And you want to get this done faster? Absolutely, we can look at that. No problem. But you would already know this ahead mm-hmm. from their situation. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if I thought there was motivation there, I wouldn't. I would approach it different. I already know that I'm going to go in with a cash offer. If mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, we need, we got double mortgage. I just got to get out of this thing. I need." Right. To fast as possible then i'm going to be saying well what do you want on the mortgage if we could get you out for what you owe would that be okay would you accept that oh no i need a ten thousand more than that okay well, what do you owe oh i owe 90 okay so you'll take 100 and then what's the property worth and they'll start doing it backwards so you can interact differently d- d- depending on obviously what they're saying but yeah if i know that he's proud of this property he's put money in he's not just going to take a low ball so when he right. says why don't you just buy it i will buy it but not at the price that you're going to want Again, it's just honesty. Okay, well, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let's try it. Let's try it. It's a great, yeah. It's just a little tweak. Yeah, it's a big tweak. <laughs> it's a big tweak. <laughs> so, well, I appreciate you getting on. And guys, if you are watching this, give us a like, throw us a comment, subscribe to the channel. And uh, we will be bringing more videos. So, guys, thank you so much. Thanks, Gavin. Appreciate uh, you always. No worries. And we'll be we'll be back soon. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Gavin.